Dominus Fobiscum. Lexia Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. And they asked him, teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines and plagues from place to place and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Verbum Domini. When I was a, a young friar a long time ago, I don't remember what I was troubled about, but there was something and Mother Angelica was in her office. I think I was working as an engineer still as a, a brother at the network and she was in her office, original office, in that small hallway. So I stopped in to talk with her and uh, she said, you know, you need to make the Stations of the Cross every day. And she had on her desk a plaque with the 12, the 14 Stations of the Cross. She had a plaque there. So I'm believing that she regularly made those Stations of the Cross. And why would that be advice to someone who's troubled? It's because it gives us an understanding of the value of our own troubles, trials, sufferings that we have in our lives. When we, we contemplate our Lord's own sufferings, we understand that his suffering, as I often say, was not meaningless or useless, and neither is ours. And the saint that we celebrate on the Franciscan calendar today, Father Leonard's patronal feast, or uh, patron, Saint Leonard of Port Maurice is called the Apostle of the Way of the Cross. And he is also the patron for uh, missions, for giving church missions. For 44 years, he gave missions. And at the end of every mission, 
he would set up the way of the cross. And we actually have a list written in his own hand of 572 places where he set up the way of the cross. And the last one that he set up, or one of the last ones he set up, was toward the end of his life. He was 74 years old. And that was, it was at the Colosseum in Rome, where the recent popes make the way of the cross on Good Friday. It was St. Leonard of Port Maurice, who lived in the 18th century, who set them up there. And we have preserved his homily that he gave on that occasion. And here's what he said, some things that I think when you first hear them, it kind of doesn't seem quite right, but then the more we ponder it, we understand, yes, this is true, what you're saying, St. Leonard. And he said, the idea of the way of the cross, he said, came from the heart of Mary. That after Jesus had ascended, she would visit those holy places where he suffered. That's easy to believe, isn't it? This was something that was revealed to St. Bridget, Mary's devotion, visiting those places where Jesus had suffered. And he said, and he also spoke about St. Francis's own devotion to the Passion. You know, in the lower church, I think Francis is best depicted there as he is there holding the crucifix and looking at the Passion of the Lord, learning from his Passion. And St. Leonard said in this homily, what occupation is more pleasing for the soul in grace than to pass from one cross to another, drawing from each mystery a spiritual consolation that rejoices the heart and gives a foretaste of heaven. Try it when sad thoughts trouble you and dark days are upon you. Pass along the way of the cross and the clouds will quickly fade and the clear sky will shine upon you. You know, at first hearing, we wouldn't think, when I'm troubled, I don't want to meditate on the Lord's suffering. But it's that very thing St. Leonard tells us that's going to lift those clouds that are weighing us down because we'll realize that this is not just some meaningless suffering that God doesn't love me or whatever may pass through our mind or God doesn't care, God doesn't exist, those sorts of thoughts that we may have, temptations. When we make the way of the cross, we realize, no, he does know me and that Christ is uniting me close, closer to himself through this suffering. You know, I receive a number of books in the mail from people. I think they want me to promote their books. And most of them are not too good. Um, but I received one recently. It's actually published by 10, 10 publishers. So I thought, well, this is worth looking at. And it's by a woman by the name of Teresa. And it has her pictured there, and she's all crippled. But she's got this radiant smile on her face. 
And the title of the book is Love Your Cross. And her own story is that when she was, she was a healthy little girl, but at the age of just one, she had this virus that attacked her spinal cord and she got meningitis, which left her paralyzed for the rest of her life. And so she needed and still does need constant care from her loving family. She's got many siblings and they all know how to pick her up and to do the various things that she needs done. She has to be suctioned out 12 times a day and it's painful. And so I thought, you know, if there's someone who knows how to suffer well, it's Teresa. And I read that, that book and I preached on it at one televised homily. But she says, interestingly there, you know, I look at pictures she said of when I was a healthy one-year-old girl, and I wouldn't want to go back there because I've come to know the Lord in such a richer, deeper way than I would have without this cross. That she understood and understands that she has this intimacy with the Lord. She's in an iron lung. She has to constantly be there, except one hour of day she can go out in her electric cart and get outside. But most of the time she's got to just be there in that iron lung. But she said that this intimacy that she has with the Lord now, the depth of prayer that he has brought her to, is worth it all. And that's for all of us to have that understanding when we have a cross in our life, some trial, some sad thoughts that trouble us. Leonard Portmaurice says, look at the Lord's cross. And finally, from Leonard of Port Maurice, again, from his homily, he said, Try it for yourself, my poor sinner. Try it for yourself. Learn to love this holy practice. Follow it often, and you will see how your heart will change. St. Bonaventure says that there is no practice of piety so efficacious for making us holy as the way of the cross. St. Albert the Great says that we gain more merit by a single meditation on the passion of Jesus Christ than by fasting every Friday of the year on bread and water. That's St. Leonard of Port Maurice. So let us find strength, courage, light, even consolation. St. Leonard says, as we ponder our Lord's passion as St. Francis and St. Clair so often did and learn from him the lessons of his love and learn from him all of the virtues that are summed up in his suffering, patience, generosity, obedience, trust, mercy, all of them summed up and epitomized in his cross and his glorious victory in his resurrection.